This has been Modern Being Human, a podcast about contemporary society. My guest today is Aisha Tahir. She is an exercise physiologist, coach, author, and speaker. As a wellness consultant, she helps her clients enhance their quality of life and achieve professional success by improving their posture and body language. Her book, Unhunched, about discovering wellness through posture, is set to release this May. In this episode, we will explore the relationship between body and mind, and I hope Aisha will share some tips from her experience. Welcome, Aisha. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. To begin with, I would like you to tell us a bit about your background and how you became interested in exercise physiology. I myself was a desk-bound professional where I was working behind the computer for many hours as a computer scientist. One day I woke up to a burning pain going down my left leg accompanied by an unsettling numbness in my left foot. And so I drove myself to the ER and all this time I'm thinking to myself that, oh, maybe I'm having a stroke. What else could it be? Like, because I can't feel my left foot. Once I get there, the doctors diagnosed me with sciatica and they blamed it on my poor posture and sitting for long. I started researching solutions for improving my lower back pain and sciatic pain. And I realized that I had to make a lot of small changes into my work habits, like taking breaks often and exercising more often. Over the next two years, that's what I did. I kept on searching solutions for that. My friends and family were noticing the transformation that was happening, not only physical transformation, but also the transformation in my mindset. And they were curious. They were like, what's going on? You know, you look different. You, you talk now different. You, we are curious. So I started helping them live a pain-free life and stepping into their leadership role. That was my first step into exercise field. That's how I started working in the exercise physiology arena. Wonderful. I've read on your website that you have several degrees. What did you learn through formal training? The first step was that I became a spinning instructor. So I got certified as a spinning instructor as I started going to the health club more often to exercise more and have a structured physical training program, I was, I was motivated to start teaching others how to be more active. And that was the first step I took. That was my first certification. But then I started having so much fun inspiring others to move more and live a healthy life that I started getting certified in other exercise modules modules as well, like bar, as a yoga instructor, I got certified as a yoga instructor. And then my thirst for knowledge wasn't quenched even then. Then I took the plunge and I enrolled myself in a master's program in exercise physiology. So I have a master's in exercise physiology and a tons, tons of set certifications, including yoga, bar, boot camp, and spinning, to name a few. That's really incredible how life can change over years. So now you don't work as a computer scientist. You only do your work as a physiologist. Yes, I do. I made that 
transition a few years ago. Yeah, I've been working full-time as an exercise physiologist for eight years now in different capacities. That's awesome. I would like to continue with your book. As I mentioned, it's titled Unhunched, Discovering Wellness Through Posture. In the description, I read that the first part is dedicated to the history of posture. So what should we know about how our bodies developed throughout centuries? Our hunch over posture is a trait that's uniquely human. Our ancestors developed this posture over millions of years because it helped them see far in the savannas and it helped them carry babies with their hands. That's how we traveled and expanded throughout the globe. But initially, anthropologists suggest that around like 7 million years ago, we had a common ancestor with chimpanzees. From that ancestor, that's how we evolved into an unhunched species because it was beneficial for our lives and it helped us survive. Anthropologists call it the evolutionary fitness. So we had a higher evolutionary fitness because of our unhunched posture. Now, history also shows us that the ancient civilizations knew the importance of posture, so they preserved it. We, take, we look at the Indus Valley civilization in the Far East, we know that yoga was developed because the civilization wanted to preserve our posture. Then we look at the ancient Egyptian civilization and what we find in the monuments and the statues and the artwork that we are discovering is that although they were very physically doing very hard jobs, physical labor, but if you look at their pictures, they protect their back. You look at their pictures and see their posture. It's upright. It's really preserved. They preserve their posture through physical activity and being mindful and aware of their bodies. Then a few years later, we see that the Greeks started building gymnasiums to preserve posture and enhance physical strength. So throughout history, we can see that the ancient civilizations have preserved posture. Today, we are working in a modern economy. We are suited with biotechnology, but we, and we are losing some of the awareness of our body posture. But it's so important to learn the lessons from our ancient ancestors and preserve our posture. Absolutely. And what is the relationship between posture and our mind, our brain? What should we be aware of to preserve our posture? As you mentioned, it's very hard for us who live today to feel our body and its needs how to develop these habits and how to listen to your body properly. A healthy brain is a healthy posture and it goes both ways. So healthy posture is healthy brain because the way we hold our body and the way we are, it affects how our brain is perceiving our body in space. If we are sitting in a hunched over posture, what happens is now our brain starts perceiving that we are facing a threat. I'm dropping my chin to my chest, my shoulders are rounded and my head is down. I'm looking down on the screen. What happens in this posture is that we close our heart chakra as the yoga practitioners would say. It's a very protective posture. 
our brain starts getting the signal, oh, there's a threat. We need to protect this person. And it goes into what we call the fight or flight mode to save us. How does that happen? It activates the sympathetic nervous system. A few of the changes that we start seeing in our body, body's physiology is that our breathing rate becomes faster. Our heart rate increases. And the cortisol hormone, which is our stress hormone, the levels of the cortisol hormone raise in our bloodstream. Now, all these three physiologic changes are related to fight and flight, as if you were fighting like a saber-toothed tiger standing in front of you or a snake in front of you, right? But there is no snake. We are just working on our projects in front of the computer. Now, this response continues for our modern-day humans over long periods of time without any break or rest in between. And that leads to distress and burnout and pain and injury in our musculoskeletal system. Right. I would like you to talk more about how our posture and body position can affect our self-awareness and self-confidence. Is there a way to feel better and more confident while adopting a different position in space? Yes. Tying it back to the previous answer, a healthy body posture is a healthy brain, which also means that uh, our brain is the center for our emotions, right? Our muscular states are related to our emotions and the initiation and modulation of those emotions can be done by our, the way we keep our body. If we have upright and unhinged posture, the, we know from various studies done on humans that it reflects confidence. It, but the confidence, the way we trigger this confidence or confident response in our brains doesn't matter. Our brain just needs to know that, okay, we believe in our self-worth. We believe in what we are doing, have a higher self-esteem. So having an upright posture with your head aligned over the spine, your shoulders drop down low and relaxed, and your chest open wide, where you are able to now breathe better. All of these things signal our brain that, oh, now we can have enough oxygen for our brain and we have an open posture, this person is confident. So it triggers that confidence response in our brain. How? Because the cortisol levels, which is our stress hormone, that drops when our posture is open and relaxed in the upper body, but which is very much opposite of what, how we have or sit while we are working on the computer. That's why we should be very mindful of our posture when we are working on the computer. And to support this, I would like to quote a research study. Different research studies have been done. One of the ones that's very significant is the one that is done in Ohio State University. Uh, the students were divided into two different groups and they were given job applications to fill out. The group that filled out the job application in a hunched over posture, they didn't believe in the, in the traits that they wrote, personality traits that they wrote for themselves. They were surveyed later. And the upright posture students 
they believed in what they wrote on the job application, which increased their rate of acceptance into that job. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm curious about your process as a coach. What does it consist of? How do you proceed? How do you start working on these new habits with your clients? First up in my process, I do certain assessments on my clients. And some of these assessments are part of my book too. The first assessment that we do is just a standing posture assessment where I ask a client to march a few steps and then just, you know, just to go get them into their natural posture and then stand still. But then I take photographs of them from the front and then from the side view. And what we are looking at is we look at a few of the landmarks of our body. When I see from the front, I see if their head is aligned over the spine or are they going forward the way we are mostly on the computer screens, right? Then I look at the second landmark is the shoulders. I look if their right and left shoulder is aligned or maybe one of them is a little higher and the other is a little lower. Then we go down to the hips and see, okay, are the hips aligned properly? And then the knees and the ankles. Those are the five landmarks that I look at from the front view. Then I go on to the side view and I look at the side view where I look at the ears. Are the ears aligned with the shoulders or not? If the ears are not aligned with the shoulders, for which for most of my clients, the ears are an inch or two forward, that tells me that they keep their head forward when they're working on their desk station. So that's a very important thing to be mindful of. Then I look at sh shoulders, if they're falling forward or they're rounded or not. And then we look at the hips, knees and ankles the same way that are all the joints starting from the ear, shoulder, hips, and knees and ankles, are they in line with each other or not? If they're not aligned, that gives me a starting point to that, okay, Maybe the knees are bent too far forward. Maybe the head is too far forward where the ears are falling forward. Okay, now I know exactly what kind of muscle imbalance exists in my client's bodies. And then I create a corrective exercise program for that. And we work on that. Another thing that happens is a lot of times I see that the shoulders are rounded or are falling forward. That tells me that how that person's breathing pattern is. We have closed shoulders or shoulders that are not aligned with the hips, that person's breathing is not optimal. Uh, then I work with them on their breathing practice. We practice slow breathing and make sure that they're opening and activating their diaphragm so that their breathing becomes more effective. A few of the other things that we look at during our coaching programs is also stress reduction. Because just like we learn that when we have a lot of stress, which can increase our cortisol level, that is going to trigger our body to assume an unhunched posture. We look at ways to reduce stress and relax more often. Also, we make sure that we are taking posture breaks during the day. And some of the things that I say is, okay, you don't have to go to the gym for an hour if you don't want to, if that's not what you can do. But can you take a two-minute break 
every 30 minutes during your workday. Step away from your desk, maybe just march in place, maybe just do a few stretches where you're just lifting your arms up towards the ceiling and breathe deep. Maybe you're just going to the water cooler if you're at work and grabbing a cup of water and then coming back in two minutes. So those are some very small habits and easy ways in which I suggest to my clients that, okay, these are your posture breaks. You can improve your breathing. You can stretch your muscles at the same time. You can get some light activity in every 30 minutes by stepping away for two minutes from your workstation. That is how I coach my clients. Also, we do look at the ergonomic setup because that's a, the starting point of getting into a better posture habit. That's an interesting point about ergonomics. Maybe you could give some tips on how to choose furniture, your chair, your desk, what prompts you could have on your chair, for instance. Chair is a great place to start. First up, I tell my clients that they don't have to invest in a very expensive chair. That has a backrest would be enough. The other things like the seat height or the, or the kind of chair it is, we can work with. We can use just some props at home to make it work for us. So one of the first important things that my clients need to look at is where are their hips? Because a lot of times since we are trying to reach for our computers in front of us, we are sitting in front of our chairs. So we are not really attaching our lower backs and our sit bones to the back of the chair. So that should be attached to the very back of the chair. Second thing I also suggest is that their upper back should also be attached to the backrest. And if you have a headrest, that's even better because your headrest should be attached to your head. Your head should be resting on the headrest. Now, if for some reason you can't place your upper back on the backrest, you can fold a blanket or a towel to work like as a pad and place it in between the backrest and your upper back so that it's attached and supported. Because one of the major reasons we see a lot of lower back pain incidents is that we're not supporting our back with the chair backrest. So that's what I suggest that we start with. Then we also look at the knee placement and the foot placement. So your knees should be almost 90 degrees bent. So they should be slightly lower than your hips or just in line with your hips, never higher. So if you are sitting in an extremely soft chair, like as if it's a sofa, like mostly sofas are very soft. So what happens is our hips sink into the sofa and our knees now become higher than our hips, right? Uh, that places a lot of pressure on your knees. So then we get, you know, knee arthritis and knee pain. So in order to avoid knee pain, we should be sitting in a chair which has a fairly sturdy cushion. So it has some cushioning because you don't want to be on a very hard surface, but it has some amount of cushioning, but it's not letting you sink to it. And again, for that, you can have a blanket or a little sturdier prop to make sure that you're sitting, even if you're sitting on the couch, you have your hips in line with your knees. And then we look at the feet. So feet should be 
falling under your knees and they should be resting flat on the floor. If your seat is really high and you can't reach your feet down to the floor, I suggest that you put like a shoebox or maybe a step stool underneath your desk and you place your feet on that. We also, you can also buy a footrest, an ergonomic footrest, which is not very expen expensive and it's available on Amazon readily to place your feet down on the ground. Your feet should be attached to the ground. A lot of times I see a lot of hovering feet, which is not good for our knees and ankles because that really strains our lower back. That's really interesting. Simple tips, but it can improve your life significantly. And since we started talking about cheers, I suppose we should mention the bed as well, because that's where we rest during the night and that's how our body restores itself. Any mattress that supports your lower back is a good mattress. Again, it's not about how much you're investing in these pieces of equipment that we use in our house or the pieces of furniture. A lot of times we are just used to sleeping on our belly, right? That's not good for your lower back. And that's not good for your digestion during the night too. So make sure you are either sleeping on the side or on your back. People who do suffer from lower back pains, pain, it is difficult for them to sleep throughout the night on their back. For that, I suggest that they have a mattress that's a little bit on a sturdier side, not as soft. Again, you don't want to be sinking into the mattress. So it should be something that is supporting your back throughout the night. The best body position to sleep in is a side position. And for that, you can place a body pillow or a bolster in between your two legs. Um, and have your knees and ankles just softly bent, not extremely bent. Not, you don't want them to be climbing up towards your chest. Just softly bent. And then you lie down on the side with a long straight back. That, so with that pillow ensures that your back straight stays long. Also, for a neck pain, make sure that the pillow you're using is supporting your neck and not coming on your shoulders because that's going to elevate your shoulders. So you want to make sure that the pillow is coming right in the ridge of your neck. That's a good tip. Thank you for that. I also wanted to touch upon the relationship between posture and nutrition, if there is any. We are all aware of the importance of good nutrition, but is there a connection actually between how our body is position and how we eat. The way we eat and the way we carry our weight is connected to our posture. When we look at the definition of the posture is the body mass that we have, which is fighting the force of putting on our bodies. If we have an unhealthy weight or BMI, the body mass index that we call, that is going to negatively affect your posture. And we know that our weight is 80% of what we eat. So indirectly, nutrition is related to 
our posture. We want to make sure that we are carrying a healthy body weight because if we are not, now we are asking our lower back, our knees and ankles to carry that extra body mass to fight the force of gravity every single second that we are on this. That's why nutrition is so important and it is an important aspect of having a healthy posture. Makes perfect sense. And my last question I want to ask you is the one I ask all my guests. It's related to the title of this podcast, being modern and being human. What does this mean to you? Having an unhunched posture is all about being human. I remember that years ago when my oldest son was like a toddler, I took him to the Philadelphia Zoo and at the zoo, he started telling me, mom, look what's happening. And I'm like, what happened? I, I look up from my cell phone and I look. The chimpanzee in the Philadelphia Zoo, his name is Louie, he walks across the field where he is in the cage. My son is telling me, Mom, can you believe he's walking on two feet? And I'm looking at all the kids and all the adults around me and everybody's like surprised, right? But we are never surprised that we are walking on two feet and we have an upright back. But when we see another animal doing that, uh, carrying that behavior, we are all of a sudden we're like, oh, this is very novel. We have never seen that. That is how important upright posture and unhouse posture is to our, to being a human. It is so, such a uniquely human trait. But unfortunately, the way we have adopted technology in this modern day and age, we are undoing our unhunched posture. We are becoming hunched over. Some of the scientists actually partnered with 3D designers because they wanted to study what is going to be the long-term effect of using technology in this body position in a hunched over posture. And the 3D design models show that the humans will not look unhunched and they would have very pronounced hunch in the back of our necks. Our cervical spine will be permanently bent. Our hands and arms would be almost like the dinosaur arms, the way we hold our cell phones. So we will have a permanent bend in our elbows and our hands will become more claw shaped so that we can hold cell phones and te technological devices. And I know this is very debatable in the scientific community at this time, because we believe that kind of posture cannot be assumed because it's not important for our survival because it really affects our survival. So we won't get there. But even then, if you see just how the incidence of the depression and emotional and mental health issues is rising, we can believe that being modern and not preserving our posture is affecting our humanity. Today, we are not as self-confident. We are not confident ab about our self-worth and self-esteem because we are sitting in a hunched over posture. But if we were to assume a, an upright and proper posture during our workday, take breaks often, make sure that we have a proper ergonomic setup, take five minutes a day, to practice better breathing, 
and make sure that we are relaxing at the end of the day, every day, we can assume a better posture, which is not only good for our physical health, but also it allows us to step into our greatness and lets us become the leaders that we are supposed to be. That is how important having an unhunched posture is to being a human. Thank you very much. Let's be mindful of our bodies, of our postures, and let's enjoy our lives to the fullest. Thank you. If you enjoy this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform of your choice. Feel free to share the episodes with your friends and family. Your ratings and feedback are really valuable to me and they help others discover the podcast. Thank you very much and bye for now.